0: Thank you for listening to the AW360 Podcast. On this episode, Ben Scoggins, CEO of Digital Agency Organic, discusses his agency's idea of human-centered thinking and tech-centered doing, why brands need to understand the importance of doing digital work for good, and how the pandemic accelerated our arrival to a more mindful place for ourselves and the well-being of our teams. I hope you enjoy this episode. Ben Goggins, welcome to the AW three hundred and sixty podcast. I'm pleased to be talking to you today.
1: Yeah, lovely to be here. Thank you, Richard.
0: Absolutely. So you are CEO of Organic. Tell us a little bit about
1: what Organic is and, and what you do. So we are um, a digital agency based in the UK. We um, we have a number of uh, different facets, I suppose, to to us as an agency. Um, we are primarily, I suppose, we started out as a sort of performance agency. We've got a lot of that still in what we do, which is um, sort of SEO, PPC, paid, um, various sort of display, all sorts of other things linked up with that. But increasingly as well, alongside that, we do a lot of stuff around uh, design and build of, of experiences, really. So sites, you know, websites, yes, but but quite often sort of branching out a bit more broadly than that.
0: One of your mantras is to take digital and make digital for good. Tell me a little bit more about that. How did that come about? And what does that mean to everyone at Organic and yourself?
1: Yeah, I mean, digital for good is something that uh, when I started at the agency about three years ago, it was something that we were already starting to look at and talk about. And that had come from the fact that um, the founder of the agency was taking a bit of a step back. So up until that point, it had been about why he gets out of bed in the morning. And then it became about why the management team who'd been put in place got out of bed in the morning and what the rest of the agency uh, sort of were motivated by. And so I suppose it's digital for good is really the why. It's not necessarily the the what we do, but it's definitely the why. And there are two aspects to it. Um, the first one of those is a sort of an ethical slant, I suppose. Um, we're not an ethical brand per se, we are, I like to sort of talk about it in terms of being responsible rather than necessarily purely sort of ethically uh, driven. But it is about being mindful and about uh, doing the right thing for sure. So that's one sort of facet of digital for good. The other one is just about doing digital well. So so sort of good digital practice. Um But the thing that I was really keen on when I when I came in was that, you know, this thing was already floating around. People were already talking about it. I just didn't want to do what I'd seen other particularly large agencies I'd worked with before. Um, I didn't want to do what they did, which was, you know, get this sort of positioning um, and then launch it to a big sort of fanfare. Stencil it on the meeting room walls, put it on all of their stationery and then just forget about the meaning behind it i would seen a number of times in the large agencies i'd i'd worked for so so key to me was about living those values if we're going to say this is why we do it well we, we better actually live that that why and so there are a number of things we have put in place to do that so um one of them is if we said you know if we're going to be digital for good then we also need to be business for good and this has led us to being um a certified b corp so b, b Corp is all around um, ensuring that business is done in the right way. So as well as doing things for profit, businesses should be doing things for social reasons and environmental reasons as well and taking into account those things in the way that they do business. So that's fundamentally what it's about. So it's an increasing movement, grew out of the States, now very much sort of prominent in, in Europe and definitely in the UK. Um, so that was the first thing we decided, right, we'll sign up for that as a way of demonstrating a sort of pillar, if you like, of digital for good. Um, another thing was we decided if we're going to be digital for good then we need to we need to kick against digital bads so um, we support a charity called Cyber Smile which is an anti cyberbullying charity so it's sort of kicking those people who are making the digital world not such a great place so that's another way we sort of demonstrate being digital for good and then I think that the third sort of pillar of it is just making sure we carefully select the clients that we work with um, to make sure that they're Clients who've also got a similar sort of mindset around not going into the digital world like a, a sort of bull in a china shop, but actually being a bit more mindful and considerate themselves about the way that they do things. So those three things really wrapped up um, give us that sort of digital for good positioning, if you like. Uh, and, it's, and it is and it is an important part of, of what we do and an important part, I think, particularly of why people come to work with us and for us are you finding that more of your
0: clients are actually coming to you looking to do good as well? I mean, I think everybody wants good work. Everybody wants to be represented by good work, you know, at the minimum, but are you finding that those clients are really starting to align themselves with agencies like yours that are guiding them to do better in the world that we're in right now, especially when there is a lot of digital bad out there. There's no getting around that.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, yes, absolutely. I mean, it, it's no it's no coincidence that we we sort of all felt very strongly about this at a time where, you know, there were question marks about uh, Facebook's data and where it was going or how secure my, my Google account was, how transparent Twitter, you know, all of these things set the sort of backdrop to why we made the decision. And I'm sure it's the same thing that, that clients are going through as well. I think the thing I would say about things I've noticed about this is that I think just generally there is a lack of understanding about what's going on in the digital world and therefore there's almost a sort of lack of responsibility because i don't understand it as a client necessarily i don't understand my role in it and i don't understand a lot of the kind of intricacies of it it's quite hard to be responsible for myself because i don't know what 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 good actually looks like a lot of the time and i suppose that's because it is largely unregulated you know it is um it is the wild west if you like and um, as, alongside sort of privacy and security and transparency and all those kind of things we've also got obviously layers of uh, you know social networks question marks over you know what they're doing for your mental health and cyber bullying like we've already said you know other antisocial sort of behavior that's going on there as well as negative you know physical environmental impact as well so, th- so I think there is a there is an issue for brands sort of understanding the role they play in that digital space and what I suppose what a a sort of responsible corporate citizen in the online space actually needs to look like. So, so it's quite, it's quite a, that's quite a heavy answer to the question really. But I think, I think a lot of clients are probably a little bit confused and bemused by, by the whole thing really, and trying to grapple with, well, actually, what's my role in it? How can I do something good? I know I should be doing something good, but I'm not sure what good looks like and how to do anything about it.
0: Going back to the word digital, I think that is quite possibly one of the most broad words of the past 25 years, easily. When it comes to what you and Organic are doing, what does digital mean to you? And I think further, how does it relate to the human factor of the way we live? There's so much out there that is digitally based, but you could actually make the argument now that almost every part of our lives is influenced in some way, shape or form by digital. Where does that begin? Where does it end? Does it end at all? And where do you sit within that to make sure that the digital you are doing is good?
1: I mean, the, I think the answer to this is in the, you know, I spoke about digital, good being the why, the the what, you know, the what we do for us is cemented in another in another sort of mantra that we have, which is, We talk about being human-centered, so the actual line that we use is human-centered thinking, tech-centered doing, and it has become a bit of an internal mantra. It does underpin everything, and we have a fairly broad range of services we offer, but the reason for this, the reason for sort of using this mantra and not not letting ourselves forget this is that, you know, I I feel like other digital agencies that I've I've, um, sort of experienced in the past are quite often led by the tech they're sort of so deeply ingrained in that digital space but from a technology point of view that they almost don't look at the the sort of human problems that are being solved first so we try to basically see things the right way around so it's it's taking a client brief sure you know the stuff that they want to do but it's always assessed against the audience wants and needs and so the, i think that puts us in a, in a really strong place when it comes to basically affecting real business objectives um and it does like i say play a role in everything that we do from the way that we handle seo to the way that we you know design and, and build websites it's all that sort of understanding the human needs problems that need to be solved first
0: how has Covid, And I think the transition that all of us have gone through to at least hybrid work now, how has that played into both, you know, the internal experience at Organic and how you work with clients and approach these answers to human needs, and, but through digital use?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, we are, I mean, this is a very pertinent question at the moment for us. We are going back into the office formally uh, from Monday. So it's something that's very top of mind at the moment, you know, having spent 18 months being at home um, and adjusting to a different kind of, you know, normal, the whole new normal that people talk about. I think, I think for me, there are a number of things here. The first is we talk, you know, you sort of reference work-life balance. I think the the question that I'm sort of wrestling with more than necessarily work-life balance at the moment is about team and individual balance. And, What I mean by that is that we've found over the last 18 months that some people in the team actually really enjoy being at home. You know, and it's not just the introverts either. There are people who actually just think, you know what, it's more efficient and I can make things work around me uh, and the rest of the things going on in my life. Uh, And digital technology has enabled us to do that. Therefore, going back into an office space isn't good for me as an individual. However, the reality for me as an agency Uh, as an agency manager is basically looking at the bigger picture and saying although you may be doing great work on your own we can be stronger when we work together and there are times where we do need to see the whites of each other's eyes and the little kind of you know the nuance that comes from actually being in the same sort of space um, and a different quality I, I suppose of conversation that you get from that and and so there will be times where you need to to come into the Into the same space, or into an office, or some kind of shared environment physically, to be able to do that. So, balancing those things has been a a, a real sort of thing that I've I've wrestled quite a lot with. The interesting place that we've got to—I mean, like a lot of other people—we've got to a sort of three-two model, a a way of splitting our, our week up. And we're going to formalize two days in the week, two days a week in the office for for everyone. But one of the really important things that I've got to is we're going to do what I'm calling bookending the week. So we're going to do Mondays and Fridays but everybody is going to be in the office on those same days and that's because we're only you know we're only 35 people in the team so we're quite a small team and i feel it's really important that everyone is in together to be able to have that quality of conversation that i was talking about um, for those reasons that everybody's banding around you know the fact that we can coach junior people when we're all together we can collaborate better when we're all together we can build our our own sort of unique culture when we're all together but making sure that people are in the office at the same time for me has been absolutely key you know this sort of phased working of other organizations I've not really understood I mean I can understand it from a from a practical you know point of view of not needing quite so much space but I think in terms of shared experience if you're trying to develop one agency with one sort of motivating factor then you want to get everybody in together at the same time so so that to me is going to be really interesting I think the other part of this of course is to say I have no idea whether this will actually work you know this is, this is, this is me this is me kind of hypothesizing and, and guessing completely but um, we have an experimentation culture and we will give it a go and we'll, if it doesn't work we'll listen to our clients we'll listen to our people and we'll do something different.
0: Yeah. Speaking personally, I find that the strategy element is very much lost when you're not all together in the same room and having those strategy meetings and covering, you know, the idea generation parts of it, whereas working remotely is great for those times when, you know, you need to focus the other 60% of the time. So it's it's interesting to, to see everyone's approach and I think further, I'm very curious to see where we all land. You know, if there's, you know, some brands or, you know, industries or verticals within our own industry, they end up doing a lot more remote and, you know, some of them end up doing a lot more working together, looking ahead and related to that, but also related to the purpose part of this. Where do you see our industry in a few years down the road, in a post COVID hopefully a post somewhat reduction in bad digital world where are we
1: i mean i i think that i think that knowledge will increase in this space i mean i spoke about this sort of lack of understanding and, and therefore a lack of responsibility i think that there will have to be more transparency i think that will come um so less of the sort of dark dark arts landscape. I mean there will still obviously be pockets of that as there are everywhere, but I think at the moment there's just such a mass blanket sort of covering this thing. So I think that will be something, you know, the veil will be lifted a little bit on this stuff. So that's one of the main things. I think that the um the other thing though just thinking about it going back to the, the Teams thing that we were talking about, I think where that will end up is that um for a start I don't think there will be a right answer for everybody. So we'll sort of get to this point where everybody will say, right, the answer is, you know, and a half days a week in the office and three and a half days out i don't i just don't think that will work for everyone so i think we'll get to our own ways our own interpretations of what works in our own sectors industries businesses um my my personal mission around this and the thing that i sort of want to drive towards is is what i've been banding around as sort of ultimate flexibility and and that's not to say it's a three-day work week it's nothing like that but it's more about having work that can flex around the rest of your life and I think digital will only help to to enable us to do that you know I think we will be able to have this kind of quality of conversation that I've talked about um, I think we'll only get better through digital um, over time you know if you think back sort of 10 years ago we wouldn't have been able to have this kind of conversation that we're having now because of latency of signals and all of those kind of things and I think that stuff will improve to the point where it will get better and better and feel more like a sort of great quality of conversation that we're able to have. So I think that will be the thing that will ultimately then liberate ways of working, where you live, all of these things that are sort of attached to that. So I'm very um, I'm very positive about what's gonna happen to digital in the next 10 years is the sort of short answer. I feel that it will liberate us. It just obviously needs to be done. the right way and at the moment it feels like there is this veil that needs to be lifted on you know what the the large sort of tech uh corporations are are doing
0: do you feel that we would have landed here eventually anyway as it relates to all of this and i ask this because the dark arts part of it that, that you speak of is yeah it'll always be around but it feels like so much of that was Unveiled just in the past year and a half, two years, and whether or not that is directly related to COVID, I'm not 100% sure. I think there's probably a a number of factors, but it seems like like a little too much of a coincidence. And then, by the same token, also when you think of things like you know at Advertising Week for you know as long as my tenure, you know, a ten year tenure is concerned, we've been discussing work life balance, mental health, physical health within the industry, all of those things for a long time, but it's always been a mission of ours that I don't want to say it's fallen on deaf ears, but it seems like there's been a lot of intent, but not follow through. Now there seems to be real discussion about it. And real action being taken. Do you think we would have got here anyway, or do you feel that, and this is just simply, was accelerated by the pandemic, or is it one of those things that maybe there was always a lot of intent, and we were just going to keep plodding along as as everything was normal and being a little bit ignorant of both the dark arts and everyone's individual needs?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think we would have got there in the end, absolutely. I mean, I think we just saw um, an acceleration and. And such an intensity, you know, um, I mean, we, we saw it, in, we've seen it in with our e-commerce clients, just the amount of growth in e-commerce that came, you know, sort of 10 years worth of growth in in 10 months, that sort of, you know, that sort of thing. There's a lot of those kind of figures being banded around. I think that's, I think that's exactly right. I think that's what's happened. There are, there are a lot of people who've basically done a lot more stuff online because they have no choice but to do things online. And so that has increased the intensity of it. It's also increased the sort of reach. You know, there are people who maybe weren't uh, sort of uh, in the, the sort of digital sweet spot, certainly wouldn't have thought of doing things like their, their weekly shopping um, online and would ne- were never going to get there that all of a sudden had no choice but to do that. So we saw, we've seen real behavior change. and you know, there's been proper change in behavior, in physical behavior that would sort of be unthinkable in the in the time period that we're talking about so so the intensity of it has just focused a lot of minds on it and I think that in itself has uh, has lifted the lid on a few things and, and got people maybe to think a little bit more about the way that they live uh, their sort of digital lives and the pros and cons that come with that and uh, you're right I mean there's a lot of conversation now there's a lot of stuff going on around it that feels like it is actually building momentum and is is resulting in real action and genuine desire for change. And of course, as soon as people want that, then there's then there's political pressure there and things genuinely can change. So so yeah, I think it's the intensity of it as well as the time period. I think it's the intensity of what's what we've all gone through over the last eighteen months.
0: I love that. That's such a positive answer. And it you know goes along with everything you've discussed about organic as an agency. Ben Scoggins, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today.
1: Brilliant. Thanks so much, Richard. Lovely to speak to you
0: thank you for listening to learn more about organic visit their website at theorganicagency.com for more content and podcasts like this one visit advertisingweek.com the online home of world-leading industry thought leadership and
1: content